Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Joining me live in the studio, uh, this is a very show. I have Sergeant Acuna, Officer Zumwalt, and Officer Green uh, joining us right now from the UCI Police Department. Morning. All right, one more time. <laughs> okay. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming in. I want to as I mentioned off, off air, I want to start doing this from time to time because there's a lot of issues for students that are new to the campus. And also around this time of year, there's a lot of things that, that go on obviously all year long. You have things that go on. But let's start off with, let's say, campus safety, like, you know, theft. And how can students be smart about personal property and their well-being? There's a lot of things that they could do to prepare themselves, especially when they're going to go on vacation. The housings normally provide a lot of the information how they want their dorm or their apartment secured if they're going to be gone during the whole break. Okay. Uh, a lot of times they want you to not leave anything visible, like somebody that could see it from the window, giving somebody an opportunity to see what they want to take, going through a window or maybe going through a door that was left uh, ajar or open, and right. they could go in there and steal their, their, their items. So for property crimes... It is important for them to uh, keep a, a good tabs of what they're going to leave behind. Uh, bicycles, for example, either put them inside the dorm or take them home with you. Yes. Um, for personal pro uh, personal safety in general, uh, if they're going to be walking by themselves, uh, there's no reason for that. Uh, they have a, We have an escort service that's provided by the police department 24-7. All they have to do is just call. That's great. That's great. That was Officer Acuna. Excuse me, Sergeant. Um, so let's hear from you. Um, uh, excuse me, Officer Zumwalt. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, what about the blue lights? Cause some people don't know what those are, blue light technology. So a blue light is a direct link to the dispatch center. Okay. It's as if you had dialed 911. So there's a microphone on the blue light pole. You push the button and you're going to get immediate contact with us. Okay. So it's an excellent way in cases of an emergency to contact the police department. But also if it's in one of those cases you park in a parking structure or you're off in a, a remote parking lot and right. you want a ride and for some reason your phone isn't accessing the internet or whatever, sure. you can hit the blue light and we will come and pick you up and escort you okay. uh, where you want to go. What's great is I actually did a PSA on this and some people don't know. So let's say I'm walking at night I get out of my class, it's 10 o'clock at night, and I feel like somebody's following me. Straight to a blue phone, and doesn't it track me for like fifteen feet or? So it's got an it's got a microphone built into it. Okay. So it's not as if you had to pick up a phone and speak with someone. Right. You can push the button and just start talking. As soon as someone answers it, obviously. Yes. But uh, it it captures audio from a distance. Amazing. Yeah. And then you can just hit the next one, and you guys can find where that person is. Well, it tells you exactly where it is as soon as you hit the blue phone button. Okay. If you were to try to run to another blue phone, they're right. spaced apart. Yes. You know, pretty far. Right. So just right. stand by the one where you are and yeah. uh, just keep talking. It's and great. We'll come. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a reason where they feel unsafe, where they can't stay in that particular blue phone, mm -hmm. and they say they decide they're going to continue walking, yes. and they press a second one, we will know exactly the route that they're taking. That's great. And then the officers will be responding to each uh, uh, yeah. uh, blue activation. Yes. Uh, and either one car is going to go to one, and then the other one's going to go to the other one. So eventually, we're going to be able to track the person down, and yeah. we'll be able to be, get there on time. 
We have a pretty good response time. That's good. Uh, but also, it's good to know, because some people don't, that they can call an escort number. Correct. Do you know that number uh, offhand? It's 824-SAFE. 824-SAFE. Uh, uh, okay. It, and it, they could call it uh, basically 24-7. Uh, when these uh, community service officers, which is our student workers, are not working, we actually have uh, the officers do, do the escorts, uh, the safety escorts. That's great. Uh, the number is eight uh, eight two four save, which is seven two three three. Okay. Okay. If, if I might add, with the blue phones. Yes. Uh, some people get nervous about calling nine one one, as if it's. Why is that? Well. They're not sure of what kind of response they're they're going to get. Okay. You know, sometimes you get lights and sirens, and sometimes you get yeah a different <laughs> response. Right. So uh, it's better that we show up and de-escalate things. Yes. Than not to come at all. That's true. So if you're just slightly nervous, call us. Right. Let us come and figure it out. Yeah. If you're wrong, no harm, no foul. Right. It's all good. Right. We're there anyways. Yeah. If if you're right, then we need to be there. So there should be no hesitation. People That's great. shouldn't be questioning whether they should push a blue phone button or not. Yes. Yeah. When in, when in doubt, push it yeah, anyway. Let us come Yeah, out, exactly. Perfect. Um, so how can people lower their risk of sexual assault? I mean, we talked about not walking alone at night, but sometimes people think, oh, it's fine. It's just a short walk. A lot of times, you know, it's how you posture yourself when you're walking. You got to walk with confidence. Mm -hmm. In other words, keep your eyes, look at people, look around. Don't just go look at a straight line. Uh, be aware of your surroundings as a, as a, and just be assertive of, of how you kind of present yourself to the public when you're walking around. Right. The, um, you got to trust your instincts. That's one of, one of the most important things. If you feel unsafe and you have the sense that you don't feel yeah. safe, again, press those buttons, uh, blue phone, call, uh, pick up your phone and call someone mm -hmm. uh, and have a conversation if you're not feeling safe. Uh, sexual assaults, uh, you know, they, they everybody uh, says, uh, you know, they're uh, the alcohol-induced. All the alcohol does is it's kind of activates your, your vulnerability to uh, do things that you normally no, won't do. And a, a lot of times, just stay away from from the alcohol. Being alone at a, at a party by yourself, bring right. uh, bring friends with you, and have a pa uh, uh, um, pack or a, a deal with your with your friends that nobody's going to leave uh, anybody behind. They're all going to yes. come together and live together. You know, one thing I tell my daughters, well, um, they're not legal drinking age, but I t I say if you drink something, even if it's water, like, and you walk away from that cup, don't don't go back no. if you're at a party. Don't don't accept drinks from, especially strangers. Yeah. But even if you're in a bar, even if you're of drinking age. Right. You hand you take the drink from the bartender's hand and you don't let it out of your sight. Yes. You don't set it down and go to the bathroom or talk to somebody else. Yeah. Keep your eye on it. Yeah. It's not uh, it's not hard to do, but it's but it is possible for somebody to slip something in it if you're not paying attention. Right. And and prior to that, and the sergeant was talking about it, the amount of alcohol you consume. Oh yeah. Be in be in control of yourself. If you want to party hard, do it in a safe space. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna go out and really get hammered, don't do it in a strange environment. Don't right. do it somewhere where you could get lost in the crowd or sure. Uh, you know that it's not gonna be a uh, safe place right. eventually. What does somebody do if they know? You know what? I overdid it. I don't even have a ride back. I mean, will you you pick somebody up who? You bet. Okay. Call us. Yeah. We all have kids. Right. You know, we, we were there once. Sure. Call us. It's yeah. no harm, no foul. Okay, you it's all listening? So if you overdo it this holiday season, call them. And that yes. number? 824-8248. Uh, 
5223. Or they call the safe number. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's no shame in it because you want to be you do want to be safe, and you know. If it's an emergency, call 911. Right. Yeah, our, our general business number is 8245223. That's 24/7. That's the dispatcher. Okay. They'll get the the uh, information uh, either to escorts or us, the P- the PD. Uh, so if they call the number uh, or if they want just an escort and then they call this uh, 824 safe, which is uh, the 7233. Okay. Um, now I want to talk about the community service officer. What that th- what that is? Because can't students be a community service officer? Yes, it's a, it's actually a. Uh, I was actually very fortunate. I was one of them when I first started uh, with the police department. The and the role really hasn't changed as as much from forty years ago to now. Forty uh, years. Uh, yes, forty years. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, community service officers. Is, it was a, a group of students that. They began in the police department to create uh, roles for students to have opportunities to be in positions of leadership. Nice. I like uh, that. To be able to run programs, contracts, uh, and at the same token, they're providing a service to the community, their own community, because they're students themselves. So in order to be a CSO, you have to be a, a UCI student. Okay. Um, you don't have to be a criminal justice major. You could be any major as, uh, as long as you're interested on, on safety and public service. Uh, and you want to learn a little bit about what we do within the police department. Mm-hmm. The big role for them is to be the eyes and ears of the police department. They go out and, and they, they whatever they see, they report to, to, mm-hmm. to the police. That way we could kind of prevent crime from happening. Or if there's issues, quality of life issues, yes. same thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that they also do. They answer questions to the public. They're kind of the bridge between uh, the police department and the student population. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a very good program that, that's been going on for, for years. Uh, and we're not the only campus that has I it. was going to ask that. All, all, all 10 campuses have CSOs. Oh, they do? Yeah. Uh, I think the San Francisco one is because it's not an undergra- undergraduate. Okay. Uh, but they do have PSOs, which is a, diff- a little different. Uh, but they play about the same role. Okay, great. Okay. One, one thing I'd like to add to that is... Um, Wait, this is Officer Green. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> one thing I'd like to add is I'm, I I work with the, the uh, CSOs directly, and uh, we're the role is basically like uh, Sergeant Acuna said. It's generally the same. However, we're trying to, because due to the fact that most CSOs want to go into law enforcement, mm-hmm. whether that be you know a municipality, whether it be CIA, FBI, whatever the case may be, so what we're trying to do with the program, one of the things, one of the many things, the changes we're doing, we're bringing about, is making it gearing it more towards of um, law enforcement, military style, paramilitary, if you will, just going by, it, you know, just so that they can get prepared and understand the etiquette and how to uh, carry themselves and and what they're going to deal with as when they leave and graduate. Yes. And go into law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, we have approximately eight. They're going to be graduating in, I believe, June. Mm-hmm. So we want to get them ready and prepared. So some of the things we do is we work with them by interviewing, giving them mock interviews and, and getting them prepared for the kind of questions and, and what the academy is like and things of that nature. So we're trying to get them geared towards that way, number one. And then um, we're also trying to, um, like Sergeant Cunha said, it's a leadership program as well. 
to get them ready because you have to do we want them to start doing public speaking we want them to get ready so like i said well i'll, I'll take them out with me and mm -hmm. we'll do events in, in 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 different housing areas and i'll let them take the lead if if, as, if applicable that's great and let them get out there and talk to the people right. so that way they get used to that because as an officer you're going to have to talk to people of all walks of life of different um, um economic social yep. all types of backgrounds so we're just trying to get them prepared for that and that's one of the aspects that we're going towards what a great on. experience to have yeah one of the you things know? that uh, we focus on is the community engagement part of it uh if we could teach these young uh, uh, persons when they go into the academy that there's a component that's very important, which is the community engagement. Mm -hmm. And it's not such a uh, about hook and book, like they used to use that term. What does uh, that mean? Uh, like, go out and get a rest oh, all the okay. time. Just yeah. go arrest. It's a lot of it has to, a lot of problem solving has to do with community engagement mm -hmm. and making the community part of what we are. Uh, we're all part of the UCI community, and if we, if we all work together uh, we don't have to do a lot of this stuff. We could solve a lot of those problems before they even happen. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a great program. So community service officer. And where would they find out more about that if anybody's listening? They interested? could actually go on the website. They, they have a whole uh, uh, page uh, on, on the CSO program. Okay. It tells them how to apply, how to get in, uh, involved with the program, and uh, what are the requirements. Okay. I'm going to give the website police.uci.edu. Correct. Okay, and on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, I put the UCI public safety contacts and a link to that. Um, and the general number is 824-5223. What happens when somebody comes to the school and they experience their first earthquake? Do you get a lot of calls of panic and, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we, we do, especially the... the, the uh, our... our, our Guess our, our students that come from out of state, or mm -hmm. even faculty and stuff that come out of state, they, they sure. experience the first shake and they don't know what to do. There's a lot of stuff that's uh, uh, California has a lot of information right. in general, right. how to prepare yourself for an earthquake and what to do in case uh, in case uh, you experience one for the first time. You know, just um, the procedure that you follow. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Duck. Go go get underneath something. Yes. And, and, and cover your head. Ride it and out. Ride it out. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, and they, they also provide you with information on how to pre uh, prepare after the earthquake in case it's a major one. Okay. You know, how much water you should have, uh, what kind of emergency kit you should prepare yourself with, how long you're going to be without electricity. So you, they, it, it really breaks it down. If you go on the website, right. it tells you every, every little thing that you need okay, to prepare good. yourself for the aftermath. Right, right. We also have uh, emergency management, which is under the PD as well. Okay. And that's ran by uh, Randy Steiner. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happens is uh, we have information that we can always give out to the community because he puts together different packages of, you know, I don't want to call them care packages, but emergency packages, emergency preparedness uh, packages. And, and, and also um, what we also like to do is we like to be proactive. So what we'll do is we'll have like, and Sergeant Acuna is involved in this amongst other officers, but he's involved with this a lot. When it comes down to a lot of the freshman orientation type events, also the international student events and things of that nature, we go out there in the beginning of every quarter and we talk to them and we get them to understand and or, or, or realize these things that were going to be happening from time to time. So at least if they've heard it before, it won't be hopefully such a shock to them. So we talk about everything That's that we've great. talked about from sexual assault to blue lights to um earthquakes or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be so right. that's just something that we're always trying to be proactive to let the population that we deal with especially the newer people coming in yeah. that at the end of the day we are here for them but these are some of the things that you may 
encounter and how to go about trying to uh, navigate your way through them. Sure. I mean, even the most basic thing, they're at the library, they're studying, <sighs> they decide to go to the restroom, they leave their laptop and their backpack, it's gone. Exactly. Yeah. Happens you know? all the time. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, we, we try to, to pass on information. Uh, I, I deal with a lot of the international students. And, and every year, every quarter, uh, the beginning of the quarter, uh, we always tell them, if you're going to be at the library and you're going to bring uh, uh, expensive items with you, even your backpack, or just grab your stuff. If you're going to go to the bathroom, take everything with you. I know. Don't leave it on the table because somebody is watching you leave that stuff there. Mm. And we do get a lot of laptops that stolen from the library and backpacks and wallets. Uh, and, and, and there's people that come onto the campus just to prey on our, on our students. That's uh, terrible. Mm. So we're going to uh, wrap up in just a little bit. But um, what else would you like uh, students to know about your department? Our, our department has been uh, based, uh, and I've been here for about uh, working as a police officer. You know, for about Sorry. Hello? <laughs> Hello? For about 30, uh, 30 years. And, okay. and the same message uh, uh, we, we send, uh, we're a very approachable apartment. Uh, the officers are very approachable. If you have any questions, come and ask. Uh, if we do something uh, out on the field, like, you know, a citation, this and that, uh, just ask the questions. There's a reason why we're doing a lot of stuff. A good example would be the the bicycles out in the Arlington Ring Mall. A lot of people don't understand why we give the, those administrative citations. They're not even court citations where they have to go to court. They're administrative citations where they have to take a class, a safety oh, class. Oh, all right. Uh, and and it, it has to do with pedestrian safety mm-hmm. and uh, losses, liability, uh, complaints. Right. So uh, the students, uh, once they start asking those questions, and even faculty and staff, to the officers, we're going to be able to explain why is the reason uh, that we're out there enforcing uh, uh, right. uh, bicycles and skateboards and electrical skateboards now. Yes. Uh, so so it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's actually a safety issue with the pedestrians. Sure. I noticed there are signs that say no skateboarding, no you know, riding your bike, mm-hmm. and they really have to adhere to that. Right. Yeah. Right. It, 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 it was established for a reason. Right. Uh, and the reason was because of uh, major losses, people that got hurt. Uh, uh, people became quadriplegic because they got hit by a bicycle or, or broken ankles or with because of a skateboard or even people themselves hurt themselves uh, right. riding uh, and falling uh, on their own and the losses came into the university. Yeah. And they're not, they're not small losses. They're losses that are $30 million, $50 million. And guess who's going to pay for that? Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it um, is interesting... Uh, I don't have a bike, but I want to get one. But I'm thinking you're never too old to wear a bike helmet. And I think everybody should wear one because uh, you just, all it takes is one yeah. crash. Uh, I wear one when I ride a bicycle. Exactly. And I think it's extremely important to protect your head. Right. And, uh, and uh, it's not so much that your skill set is the skill set of the other person that they're riding with you or the cars that are next to you. Right. And a lot of times they don't see you. And uh, if you're not protecting that head and you will fall, it's like anything else. Yeah. Uh, riding a bicycle is just like riding a motorcycle. You're eventually going to fall. You bet. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank all of you. Did you want to add anything else before we wrap? All right. Well, thank you so much. And our complete conversation will be on my show blog within an hour after I wrap. We've been chatting with Sergeant Acuna, Officer Zumwalt and Officer Green and from the UCI Police Department. And if you missed any part of this, again, it'll be up on my show blog. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We'll take a little break 
and then we'll be back.